welcome to Sun, Sea and Cyanide, a podcast in which me, Lauren Donahue, and my co-host, Billy Hotchkiss, re-watch and review Death in Paradise from the very beginning. One of us has never seen the show before and the other has watched all 11 series. Will we be able to solve the murders, stand the heat and stay on topic? So what are your thoughts on this week? It was an episode of Honest that I didn't have any thoughts on. It was kind yeah. of, I watched it and I was like... That, that definitely was an episode of Death in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> I did find it a little bit hard to follow. There was too much going on a little bit. I don't know if you felt that way, but... Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to say there was too many characters. Mm. Um, but... There were just too many storylines going on. There were too was... many storylines yeah. with all the characters, yeah. Yeah. There was, there was plot points going on about, like, that bike lady that I... I was like, what's the point? Mm. <laughs> I don't understand why you want me to to care about his relationship, because yeah. he's the murderer. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, it was just very hard to follow. <laughs> I thought she was going to be more important than she actually was. Yeah. I, did she need to be a, a, a character? Not necessarily. She had about two no, lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the minute he handed Richard the, um, the bike pamphlet... Mm. We knew, okay, well, she found the scarf. Yeah. Because it was covered in bike oil. Yeah. I think I I got that connection immediately. Mm, I did not. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I think I was too, I was trying to dissect and, like, process all the other storylines going on because there was, like, mm. that one with the girlfriend who was breaking up with Ronnie <laughs> because he was che- supposedly cheating on her and stuff like that and... Once we knew that, like, she ran a bike place, mm. did we need to physically go and see her? No, no. not really. <laughs> I do think season two's been a bit dull and kind of, like, average. Season one was great. Season two so far has just been meh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you there. Because remember, episode four was just crazy. Yeah. It tried to do something different and didn't work. Yeah, no. And I think all the other episodes have been kind of solid. Mm. I feel like this season they're trying to like keep a bit of a formula but then also experiment with like one or two episodes just to see what they can do and I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. It feels more like what they're trying to do is spend this series developing the characters mm. more than yeah. writing like really strong engaging murder mystery mm. plots because I, I do feel I know more about Camille, Richard, Dwayne and Vidal yeah. than I did in the first series mm. which is good Yeah. Um, is it something I necessarily care about do I care about Dwayne's not Dwayne, Fidel's exams mm. no, because no. I don't care about Fidel as a character Yeah. Um, and I didn't agree with him being a sergeant anyway <laughs> and We've made it clear that we do not like uh, the Rich and Camille. Yeah, no. Camille stuff. Yeah. Anyway, should we talk about the episode? Yeah. Another heat wave on summary. <laughs> Wasn't there a heat wave like two weeks ago? And it yeah, was, it the, had no bearing on the plot. Yeah, there's always a heat wave. <laughs> this one had a bearing on the plot. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Does it count as a heat wave if the place is hot? Like, what is a hot? What is a heat wave in a hot place? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I assumed it was a heat wave because of like the radio and stuff like that, and everyone was sweating more than usual. 
and that's why she burnt herself that yeah but my point is like here a heat wave would be like 20 degrees yeah but like it is 20 degrees in the caribbean mm. it's hotter than that yeah <laughs> way hotter. so like is just a heat wave it being hotter than it usually is i would assume or do you so. have to make a threshold of of hotness i would assume it's gotta be a certain amount hotter than usual that's what i would assume I don't know, like 10 degrees hotter or something, 5 degrees, I don't know. Should I Google it? Sure, educate ourselves while we're here. <laughs> just hit the table with my elbow. Nice. You can hear all the typing on the Every time I tap on the laptop, you hear it, <laughs> the mic. Great. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if it picks it up, but when I listen to it back, I can. Mm, the, the levels did... Um, go up when you typed a little bit. An extended period of hot weather relative to the expected conditions of the area at that time of year. Mm-hmm. So it's as hotter than it usually is in San Marino. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. Cool. Good to know. This week we watched We Don't See Me Infused. I no. sound like I'm. <laughs> Which was just, yeah, dead um, inside. May, maybe it's because I watched the last 20 minutes of this episode on the train. Yeah. That will really <laughs> help. <laughs> there was an old lady that kept staring at me. Mm. What? Did she just... She was just staring at you? Well, no, she could see what I was doing on my laptop. Oh, okay. <laughs> she kept looking over. <laughs> Being a nosy Nelly. Nick was making notes about a television program. <laughs> She was reading a book, like, mm. okay, let me stare at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was she reading? I, I didn't actually stare at her. Mm. <laughs> I know you always agree, disagree with me, but all the weirdos get the train. There was this guy on the train today, mm. <laughs> today, and there was this old, little old lady with a big old suitcase. Yeah. yeah. Big old suitcase. And as we get off the train in Preston, he, like, taps on the shoulder and he's like, um, do you want me to... to take it off the train for you like get it over the onto yeah. the platform mm. and she's like yeah yeah if, if you just if I wheel it and you you know like, pick, like people pick up a pram and take mm. it off yeah, yeah. out of a train she's like yeah and there's this other old lady and then me because it last people to get off the train mm. and then he gets off the train and just walks away oh okay <laughs> <laughs> and these two old ladies are like what that's pretty funny, though. <laughs> she goes, I was going to say he was a lovely l- gentleman, but um, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, why offer him? What, gonna what walk is away. the point? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this week we watched Series 2, Episode 6, entitled A Dash of Sunshine. The synopsis is as follows. There's an unwelcome blast from the past for D.I. Richard Paul when a former colleague turns up in St. Marie. Will an extra detective on the Caribbean island prove to be a help to Richard and the team as they try to explain a seemingly random killing or a hindrance? That is a poorly written sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Dun dun dun. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. I'm going into the... um crime scene then well the opening yeah Catherine's back you have like a second and she's hit on by a man who to be kind looked like a shoe 
I did think he looked a little bit familiar, though. I'm not going to lie. He's probably been in something. Yeah. Do you want me to Google that? If you want. <laughs> I'm already on IMDb. Oh, fair. Looking at the goofs and the trivia. Mm. <laughs> he was in Midsummer Murders in 2011. Did I watch it then? I probably did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's just a lady in a big house and she's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And um Severely sunburnt. She's severely sunburnt. And then she's watching a film which I thought obviously I don't know what uh, I don't I actually don't know what that film was. I thought I it might have been like what is it, was it Monty Python? I don't know. No, I think it was a carry on. Mm. Um Not that I thought that would play into the plot. No. I thought if I knew what the plot of that movie was Yeah. I thought that foreshadowing if I knew that it would foreshadow like mm. the ending yeah um, which it was a very classic murder mystery trope mm. which we've actually talked about before um, that I was really critical of <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah and then she's strangled by a scarf yeah cut to titles mm-hmm. what, what do you think of the murder um uh I, d- I, d- I thought it was um, interesting that they're killing off the first wheelchair-bound character that we met. Oh, the first disabled character <laughs> in the show is immediately murdered. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting choice. I yeah. also think this is another case of... It, it's been this series, mostly, mm. um, that that we just open straight with a murder, like yeah. we don't know anything about... No, we don't get any background. The, or any background about yeah. this person's relationship with anybody else? No. Um, which is something we were critical of um, in the um, the cosmetic yeah. surgery episode. Yeah. Because we just see her for a second and then she's dead, and it happens mm. in the same. Here. I think that might be why it's so hard to follow some of these episodes, is because you don't know anything about the victim. <laughs> yeah, I like you have. I didn't. I didn't even get her name until about twenty minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> Like it feels like if you if you just kill them straight away, it's almost like you're cramming too much information into the episode because then they do the background after, and it's too much to cram into one episode almost. You just need you just need one scene at the beginning where like that character talks to another character, yeah. So you understand who they are as a person yeah. before they are killed. Yeah, as opposed to them saying, "Oh, this is," as to, as opposed to like the detective saying, "Oh, this is the sister, husband, so on and so forth." Yeah. But see, that's and that's the other thing because we don't even know her relate. We we're only told what her relationship is with her husband and her sister. Yeah. Which I think then, when it turns out that she's actually killed by a person that she didn't have a relationship with at all, mm. it's kind of a bit like. Okay. Yeah. Like it made sense mm. plot wise. Yeah. But it just because I didn't know anything about her and she didn't know anything. And he didn't know anything about her. Like, no. no one knows anything about anybody yeah. in this episode. <laughs> I will say as well that um, when you're finding out like the relationship between them all, it's they, they don't even go into detail about it. They just like rattle off the list. Husband, sister, and then her victim. That, that's what they do at the start of the episode. Like when... When Estelle Estelle's the one that um, rattles off like the relations between like everyone that lives in the villa. What was the point of Estelle in this episode? I don't. I don't know actually. <laughs> what was her deal? <sighs> I, I can't 
can't even remember. She was like cooking for everyone and It was to know. give it was to give Dwayne another like fancy woman, that's what it was. Yeah. And it, for the cat yeah. to die. Mm. But it could have just been like Will's cat. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to bring Estelle back, I don't think. <laughs> back? Was she in a previous episode? I think episode? she was, yeah. Her name her name is I think she was in the nun episode, wasn't she? No, she was not. She was in a previous episode. No, she wasn't. She was, I'm certain she was. Her name has been mentioned before. Estelle Dubois. Yeah. Unless Estelle's just a really common name on San Marie. <laughs> no, she was in this one episode. Why the hell have I heard her name then? I could have sworn she was in another episode. That's weird. Oh, deja vu. Just like Richard, when he <laughs> visited the crime scene. Let's segue yeah. into that a bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when we visit the crime scene, Richard has deja vu. Mm. Uh, he has deja vu because it is very similar to the Charles Tyburn case, which is another plot point that very little bearing on. Yeah, I think it's just to introduce Richard's old colleague who worked old on that colleague. case. But no, because then at the end he's like, and I'm glad I didn't go to the pub with you because yeah. I was too busy at the office reading all the past cases mm. and and one of them was the Charles Tyburn case, which you based this off. Yeah. Why? Yeah. That's... That, just put, that just makes him more guilty. Yeah. Why would you... <laughs> It was a choice. <laughs> because the sorry, but the whole point of the trope where two people meet and then they kill each other's um, victims. Yeah. Is that so you can't so you can't link it back to the other one? Yeah. If one of them goes and and recreates a crime that the other one was involved in, mm. then it's you immediately gonna, link it back. Yeah, red red um, red alarm bells are ringing here. Okay, I've got another point. So, like, when Doug Anderson arrives, mm. and firstly, he hit on Catherine at the bar, so I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah. It, right, so firstly, my first thought was, right, you're at work, yeah? Mm. Someone at your work is transferred to a Caribbean island. Yeah. Yeah. If I was to then go on holiday to the Caribbean, mm. I would check. Yeah, which double I- check. Where we check because I don't want to. But I don't want to bump into anyone I work with yeah, on no, holiday. No. <laughs> Secondly, if I was going to go to the Caribbean to commit a murder, you you would especially I would, double check. I would definitely not double on check. Island. Especially if they had a reputation of being by the book and by getting book, yeah. results. <laughs> like common sense, my dude. <laughs> So obviously, right, he is mad that Richard is a by-the-books police officer. Yeah. And I wrote in my notes here that as much as I... As much as we have criticised the character of Richard mm. as a bit of a creep, yeah. I'm glad we're saddled with someone like him yeah. rather than a Doug Anderson type. Yeah. Because D- Doug is both a creep and a bit of a dick. <laughs> Like, um, there are a lot the, of detective shows where the, the detective is like Doug Anderson. Yeah. And 
at least Paul has his likable moments. <laughs> Which is also crazy because, like, reflecting back on like the ten years since this program aired, this mm. episode of television aired, yeah, and a character like Doug Anderson, it's like everything that's now come to light. I won't say discovered because we knew we've been known about it a lot yeah. about the police mm. for a very long time. Yeah, but is that he has, later in the episode, he has this whole, like, speech about how, like, police officers are there to protect each other and... Yeah, that was ick. (laughs) But it's it's a really common thing when you see, like, Mm. police shootings in America. Or, well, lots of the the thing you've seen with the Met Police recently Mm. is, is that kind of thing is, like, the police are only there to protect themselves. Yeah. And it's interesting that, like, the show like Death in Paradise is, like, plays on that ten mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. So, like, as a society, we knew... Like, we fully knew, like, yeah. that's how it worked. Mm. And he worked for the Met Police. We knew that's how the Met Police worked yeah. for all that time. Yeah. And yet, you know, no one's doing anything about it until no. now. Yeah. <laughs> because we just accept that that's the culture of the police mm. which is wrong yeah anyway that's my little tangent over <laughs> i agree though um right should we go through the the suspects then yeah we can do should we start with the sister because she doesn't seem to be connected to anyone yeah and she was the only character that wasn't involved in the ending whatsoever yeah, yeah. um <laughs> she just didn't appear no She's not there yeah um did you ever think it was her? I did think that she... It could have been her, yeah, because she had I a agree. motive. Because <laughs> um, she had an inferiority complex um, when it came to her sister. Um, she was going to inherit her sister's money. Um, and she had a lot of resentment towards her sister. And then there was the whole thing that came out about uh, she was the one that was driving when... June was became wheelchair bound, so attempt on her life potentially. Yeah, I mean, we spent a lot of like the first third of the episode mm. where Richard is like, it, it has to be Doug Anderson. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's like, you're letting your intuition like cloud your judgment. Cloud your judgment, like yeah. he hasn't solved all of the murders using Doing his intuition. Doing exactly that same thing. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I think that was also another thing that, like, the episode was like, Richard, stop using your intuition to to solve murders. Yeah. Even though every episode, that's what he does. Yeah, exactly what he does. <laughs> anyway, I thought it could be her because when they were talking to about trying to, they were trying to place Doug at the house, mm. and she was like, "Oh yeah, I went back inside." Um, yeah. I, I thought, thought, well, she went back inside to kill Yeah, her. she had an opportunity there. She had opportunity. Yeah. She had motive, opportunity, and means. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. No. Because, I don't know, she was at Kaz's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think she was at a different bar, actually. I know she was at a different bar. I didn't get its name, but it's I, funny I to say Kaz's. Yeah, I forgot what it was called. But. 
Let's talk about Estelle Dubois. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who found the body. Yeah. Who is the cook. Yeah. I think she was a cook and cleaner. Did you ever suspect her? No. The same, no, I didn't. She, she didn't seem important enough to be a killer, to be honest. Did they try and frame her? I don't know. I think they were using her as an alibi because her swordfish was laced with whatever they used to no, get the no, I food mean, poisoning. But I mean, so they stay they staged the murder to yeah. look like a robbery, right? So oh yeah, and then the she then she pawns off then, the jewelry, yeah. and then they like stick a bag full of it to a tree outside her house, so she yeah. pawns the jewelry. Yeah. So they do try and frame her in some way. Yeah, implicate her. But if that feels also like an afterthought, yeah, it just seems like a way to get Richard to um, get to Estelle's house to see the dead cat. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, did they find the su- the sunscreen there as well? Yeah, they found the sunscreen there as well. Yeah. Well, so sunscreen. maybe they were trying to frame Estelle because mm. they dumped the sunscreen. Yeah, there. near a house. Yeah. You know when she was looking for her cat and mm. then she comes across the bag? Yeah. I th- do you think the cat was in the bag? A little bit, yeah. I also thought the cat was dead in the bag, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until she came running back with the bag and she was like, oh, I'm going to buy you the biggest fish. And then the cat was like fully dead on the floor. Yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking because I was like, "Where's the episode going to go if someone like brutally murders a cat? Like, how yeah. does that play into any of?" Yeah, anything? like what? What was the point in that? <laughs> well, let's talk about the. Let's talk about Will Teagues then. Mm, our future DI. Yes, played by <laughs> Ralph Little, yeah. a, f- a future detective. <laughs> when he appeared, I didn't realize he was going to be in this. I yeah, knew. No. I knew he was previously in an episode of Death in Paradise. Mm, yeah. But I didn't know it was this one. Yeah, they pulled the Doctor Who. <laughs> They did pull a Doctor Who, <laughs> a Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Um, today, if you go off this tangent, today is uh, Doctor Who Day. It's oh, the twenty third of November. This is fifty nine years old today. Wow. <laughs> Happy birthday, Doctor Happy Who. birthday, Doctor Who. It's the best show on television. Mm. I need to catch up on it. To be honest. Especially now, Russell T Davies is coming back. Wait, wait. <laughs> Did you ever suspect he was the killer? I didn't suspect him because he was the few going to be like the the DI in the new season. Uh, so, so I was like, is he playing the same character or? No, you said it might be the same character. <laughs> yeah, because like it makes sense in Doctor Who to reuse actors, not in Death in Paradise though, because it's all. No, sad. I knew he. I knew he, he was playing a different, a completely different character. I knew mm. that much. Yeah. So, I, I thought you meant like they wouldn't recast someone if they'd played a murderer. Well, that also would make sense for them not to do that. <laughs> yeah, because that's a significant character in an episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really understand anything to do with the, um, the rental. Anyone, no. any side part that involved him, Ronnie, or Ronnie's fiance, what? I was like, right over my head. I don't, I don't really know what's going on here. Yeah, I no. don't really care. Yeah. The episode seemed not to care because mm. the police don't get involved with them until the very end. Yeah. So it's like, why should I care? Yeah. Like, it was really hard to pick out what the important parts of the episodes were because I, it was all like. I knew, like, so, like, 
they call the rental man at the beginning of the episode they call the rental manager mm. and I'm like okay right so he's a suspect yeah but then in his house is this other dude who's like in bed and I'm yeah. like it's a bit weird who's that guy yeah and then he gets a, co- a phone call from some other person mm. which is suspicious and I was like who's that person <laughs> yeah and then the episode doesn't answer any of those questions no. until like really later on yeah like they tried really hard to like make him look dodgy and it was just really weird. If I'm honest, I I didn't even like mentally put two and two together that like Ronnie also was the rental manager. I, I just thought he was some guy. I clocked on that they were working together, but okay. So we didn't think it was Walters. Also, side note, um, I th- I thought it was quite um quite uh, funny that um not funny mm. um but quite clever that. So when we do get to Detective Neville Parker, mm. one of his things is he uses a dictaphone. Okay. Like his whole thing is he comes in and he like dictaphones all the details. Right. Um, that's how he records all the information. Yeah. And now I'm just realising that's probably a reference to this episode. Yeah, probably. Where they use a dictaphone to catch a killer. Yeah. <laughs> which I, th- I thought was quite... Um, mm, callback. Quite nice callback. Good callback, yeah. yeah. Without it being too obvious. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the only other character who isn't involved in the killing. Um, I don't even know her name. What's her name? Lily Shaw. I wrote down as Lucy Shaw. Who was she again? <laughs> the bike lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. See, I didn't note down anything from, like, that whole storyline because I was like, what is... Why Why is this important? I just wrote, why is this bike subplot? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> but at that point, I did say, I, I, I was like, the bike boyfriend's the killer. Mm. I did think that I was like, the episode wants me to care about you. Yeah. But the characters don't... None of the characters know or care about you. Yeah. So therefore, you, you are, are the, the killer. killer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it turns out it was Ronnie who was the killer. He substituted the sun cream. He substituted the sun cream and strangled June with the scarf, which he stole when he picked her up. Which he stole when he picked her up at the airport. He then staged the scene to look like a burglary. And um, the thing that got him was that Lily Shaw found the scarf in her wardrobe. Um, Estelle uh, cooked Ronnie and Will fish that day, which Ronnie poisoned to give Will food poisoning uh, to give himself an alibi. Mm. But Estelle took the fish and it killed her cat. Um, Okay, what do you think of the, the, the reveal? That reveal, reveal number one. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was fine. I I I think I was just kind of underwhelmed about this episode just because I was trying to I was too busy following everything. <laughs> mm, yeah, I mean, firstly, I was like, is this it? Because not all the characters are here. Yeah. <laughs> and the first day, I was like, why is Lily Shaw here? She said one line. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then they, like, didn't tell us why. I was like, okay, so there's definitely going to be more. Mm. Um, yeah, so then they take him to the police station. Mm. And he's got a poker chip in his pocket. 
Yeah. Um, or is it? Um, then Doug Anderson arrives and he's like, I want to go police brutality, um, that guy in the cells. Obviously. And Richard's like, no, but I'm going to leave the keys here. Yeah. And then Dwayne's like, I'll let you put police brutality. <laughs> and um, at that point, I realised they're going to get in with the dictaphone. Yeah. And then Doug reveals that he killed Will's wife in the hit and run and they agreed to kill each other's victims so they wouldn't be suspected. Mm. And the chip was actually from an AA meeting because they were both alcoholics. Yeah. Um, he was then going to get back with Janice, who he was originally with before he got with June, mm. to take all the money. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the actual ending? Um, I thought it was clever with the dictaphone because we got some payoff for mm. when that was introduced and that was nice. Um I thought the ending improved the episode overall. It yeah. made my thoughts better. Because up until that point, I was like, I have no thoughts whatsoever. Mm. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's clever. It actually was the husband. R- mm. Richard was right. Yeah. Um, and I do like the I do like the trope. This trope went done well when mm. it's two people that kill each other's. Yeah. Um, but it seems I think it's a strong, a strong trope. Mm. I don't um, know if this episode really did it that well but they tried no because as i've talked about before in the tv in the itv series unforgotten Mm. they do this trope but it's um three victims of of child sexual abuse kill each other's abusers Mm. and then um when the police officer finds out she does absolutely nothing and lets them all get off scot-free okay (laughs) and well, what she, she finds it out and then she meets them all in a restaurant or a pub and she goes I know what you did and they go okay and then she leaves and has a cry um, right <laughs> I don't like that show yeah I think it's, and that's not the only reason I think it's just poorly written in general fair um, <laughs> that was one I was like well that's not satisfying because you told us who the murderers are yeah and you're not going to arrest them for murder no that's a bit weird. <laughs> because, uh, to give you more context, the body they found would, had been, like, stabbed to death and put in a suitcase and chucked in a canal. Jesus. So it was a proper grisly murder. Yeah. Anyway, that's that trope done poorly. Yeah. Um, so this, I was quite happy with how this went. Yeah. Now that you've said that, this is... So what would you... What are we rating out of this week? What's our rating scale? We do scarves. Yeah, let's do scarves. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many scarves out of ten would you give this? Uh, five. Sort of like middle middle ground. Five. I'm gonna give this a four, which would make it second bottom. Mm. <laughs> For me. Oh no, it wouldn't. I gave that Fiona Bruce episode two. Ah, uh, okay. So it'd be third, but it's still third bottom. Yeah. Did you have you enjoyed this week? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> um, any closing thoughts? Um, I'm a little bit nervous for next week. Why? Because of the next time? Yeah. Um, you, do you think they're going to sleep together? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think it's just the fact that they are literally sleeping together <laughs> that has they're me a bit nervous. They're sleeping in the same bed, yeah. yeah. 
because they're, they're gonna amp up the Camille it's, X pool. It is a family show. Thing. I don't think Richard and Camille are going to sleep together. No. So, like, though, it ain't gonna be a sex scene next no, week. No, <laughs> no. Just that, that, just from that next time thing, though, they're going, I feel like they're gonna amp up the Camille X The Rumpy Pumpy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. The rumpy pompey. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I remember next week's premise. Mm. So probably when I watch the episode, I'll remember who it was. Yeah. Um, join us next week uh, when we'll be uh, solving a murder in a hurricane. Yeah. What do we say now? What's this? Bit? Um. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, um, give us through, a follow. Yeah, give us a follow <laughs> on Instagram where we're now posting. Yeah. And, um, and Spotify. Yeah, send us an email. Um, uh, tell us your thoughts about the episode. Yeah. Actually, don't because I didn't care about this episode. Don't tell me <laughs> that. <laughs> um, Unless you want to rant about how bad this episode was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Feel free to give us a follow. Check out all the previous episodes. Um, Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a yeah. review. Um, keep your eyes and ears out for on Saturdays when we upload. Yeah. And um I'll see we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>